Hi, welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host and story participant today, Beth Ireland. Um, Several months ago, we had our shelter manager, Michelle Fessler, on, and we alluded that one day we were going to be telling an amazing story about a dog named Annabelle. And I am so thrilled to um, finally today be telling that story. So you guys listening to this may have already read the blog post about Annabelle's story, but we wanted to back it up kind of with the players that made this story happen. So that's what we're doing today. Um, We're going to get right into it. I have Marcy with me, who you all have met before. Marcy. Marcy is our foster coordinator um, and played the role of the foster coordinator in the story. But today she's going to kind of be telling uh, the story from our kennel techs point of view because they could not be here with us today so we're gonna start out on february 2nd a dog came to the arl marcy take it um on your microphone excuse me it's been a couple weeks since i've done one of these so i'm rusty (laughs) um a dog came into the arl i believe we picked her up as a stray um and she kind of resembled a cow a little bit so (laughs) one of our kennel who is totally fantastic, Brooke, who I'll be speaking for, (laughs) named her Annabelle um, from Annabelle's Christmas Wish, which was a cartoon kid story. And she also named her Annabelle so that she would maybe get her wish come true. Um, So Annabelle came in and we held her for a couple days, hoping maybe an owner would show up. Um, And in that time, Annabelle was... A little bit stressed out and one of the ways that sometimes dogs will show their stress in a kennel environment will be to gra- kind of bark at the kennel and growl and carry on um, and often that is not aggression per se it is a release of anxiety in that animal um, so because of that we knew that we could not put her on our adoption floor um, but Annabelle was one of those dogs that everybody loved so we really didn't know the girls didn't really know what to do with her. So she hung out at our shelter for quite some time. And in the meantime, somebody noticed that her legs didn't seem quite right. Yes. Miss Annabelle was limping a little bit and was diagnosed with an anterior cruciate ligament tear, um, which for large dog owners and shelter staff is not a diagnosis that you really would like to get because it does typically require surgery and as if that's not bad enough her original diagnosis was actually that that tear was in both of her rear legs yeah um so that would be two pretty large surgeries that needed to be completed um and that uh probably The cost of those surgeries together at that time was estimated to be right around $10,000. Yes. So the reality of this situation um, was that we're looking at uh, Annie is a American bulldog pit mix. And so we're looking at a dog that has poor kennel presentation that we can't put out on our adoption floor. We're looking at a dog that needs $10,000 worth of surgery. And we're looking at being a nonprofit animal shelter that just doesn't have that kind of money. Um, there's a lot more that goes into it. Again, read the blog post. You'll kind of read a little bit more about how we came to the decision. But ultimately, uh, long story short, the decision was made to euthanize her because there was just nothing else we could do. Um, at the last possible moment that Annie possibly could, 
um, she decided she had a different plan and she looked up at Jamie, who you guys have met before, if you've listened to the series, um, and just gave her a big old wet kiss. And Jamie said, that's it. I can't do this. We've got to figure something out. So she called in our shelter manager, Michelle Fessler, um, and Michelle agreed that we were somehow, some way, we were going to figure something out. So I worked down in the basement of the ARL, and I had no idea any of this was going on. And I was upstairs one day, and Annabelle was behind the front desk, which often, if you've come to the shelter, there's usually a dog hanging out back there. And I just like, oh, whose dog is this? And, you know, like I always do. And they said, well, she's ours. And I said, oh, she's so cute. I just, she's just so cute. Um, and Jamie was there and she said, well, why don't you take her downstairs? She really, she's not doing well in her kennel. She could really use a break. And I said, okay, fine. I don't care. I've got a big office, tile floors, doggy gate. Glad for the company. So Annie came down and the first thing she did was hop up in a chair in my office and promptly fell asleep. And I thought, well, this dog's pretty great. <laughs> so that was, I think that that was a Thursday or a Friday. Um, and at the end of the day, I took her back upstairs. I put her back in the kennel. And on Monday, I came back in to see how she was doing because I'd been thinking about her all weekend and was I learned this whole part of the story about how um, she had been doing horrible in her kennel, that she needed this really expensive surgery, that they were at their wits end, no rescues would take her, um, and we just didn't know what to do. And so I said, I'll take her. And uh, my husband and I took her home to foster um, after a conversation we had with Marcy, um, we sat down kind of together as a team to decide what the best course of action was for her. Um, and Marcy recommended that we go to see Dr. Zeltzman. That's, yeah. Um, who is what? He is a, I don't, I'm sure he does felines too, but he is a veterinary orthopedist and he is very well known and very good at what he does. So, um, I know I wanted to maybe see if there was any other options besides surgery, um, so felt like meeting with him would be the, a good start so that he could not only tell us the different types of surgery she might need, but also maybe that she wouldn't need surgery, <laughs> which didn't end up happening, but um, so we did have her go and meet with Dr. Zeltzman. So we decided together that we would, um, we would go to see the orthopedist, which was Dr. Zeltzman, we would um, foster her and we would put her on the website, put her whole story out there and just hope that an angel came along. And an angel did come along, but not quite the way we thought that the, she was going to. Um, enter guest number two, Lori. Say hello. Hello. Uh, Lori came to the ARL one day looking for a special needs dog, right? Yeah. Um, and that was in honor of, tell us that story quickly. Um my husband and I were going to adopt a dog that was special needs who required surgery prior to us taking this dog home. And unfortunately, the dog passed away during the surgery. Aww. And I was heartbroken. And so I was, you know, going to try to help another one. So you just happened to come in that day. Yep. Um, Michelle Fessler ran into you at some point and said, why don't you come downstairs and meet Annie? Yep. So uh, you came down to my office. You met Annie. Yep. You learned all about her. That was it. You immediately <laughs> said, no way can I afford that kind of money on a surgery. Yeah. Um, but I heard from you a few days later. So tell me what it was like to meet her, what it was that struck you about it, and what you did after you met her. Well, I remember 
standing on the other side of the doggy gate and she was laying on a, a bed inside your office and she just looked up at me and <laughs> laid her head back down. And as soon as I walked in, I sat on the floor in front of her and she got up and walked over to me and gave me a big fat kiss. <laughs> and that was, I was sold. So like you said, you know, unfortunately my husband and I were not in a position that we could adopt her um, because of the financial aspect of it. Um, but, you know, I spent a lot of time with her that day with her in your office. And when I left there, I got home and I said, I've just got to do something to help this dog. I, I can't let this dog go without a home because no one can afford the surgery. And um, fortunately, because of the little side job that I had, I was able to throw together a fundraiser for her. And I thought, you know, if I can't take her home, maybe I could at least raise some money towards the surgery. And that way someone could afford to give her a home. So over the next couple of weeks, um, you raised some money to help Annie and you came back to visit her several times. I would get messages from Lori in the middle of the day saying, can I come see Annie today? And um, she was always glad to see you. And um, I was always glad to see you too. (laughs) So to tell you guys just a little bit about Annie and what my husband and I were experiencing at home with her, um, she is maybe the biggest mush of a dog you'll ever meet (laughs) in your life i mean she is super lazy she loves to nap she loves to lay down um she does love to go for walks she goes a little insane when you get the leash out um she loved to ride in the car she would always sit in the front seat i remember one day missy missy was following me on the way in and she was just laughing when i got up i cannot believe how annie sits in the front seat of the car um she was great with my other dogs one of the things that just made my heart so happy was that my dog Stella who is typically um, pretty anxious and reserved just totally blossomed she would follow Annie around the house she would follow her outside when our friends came over anything Annie did Stella had to do too and so so wonderful to see this change in Stella Um, we also have a dachshund at home that um, Annie didn't they kind of just left each other alone they didn't really bother but I never saw an ounce of aggression out of that dog until you put her behind a kennel you know it was a really interesting thing so it was really important um, that we find somebody that was not gonna um, keep her behind a gate all the time kennel her all the time because she just was not going to be a recipe for success so anyway um, I had been doing some research on these possible surgeries and had been talking to people and found out that there was another surgery available after what Dr. Zeltzman had recommended uh, called a suture surgery Marcy, pick it up from there. I'm so qualified to talk about this. Um, (laughs) The the suture surgery is one of the more or less expensive options um, for this procedure. And I know when I went through it with my lab, he was only about a year old. So that was not recommended for him because he was a year old Labrador and he was nuts. (laughs) And so we did... Uh, different type of surgery actually twice because then he tore his other cruciate Um, and so we looked into we're looking at some prices for that and then I was at Eagle's Peak one day with um, another foster dog and I saw a woman come in with her dog and he had that very recognizable incision that I knew he just had had his cruciate repaired and I asked them how much it cost. And we're going to stop right there. That's going to be part one of our story. If you want to hear how Annabelle's story ends, you're going to have to tune in next week to hear 
part two. So, uh, Marcy and Lori, thank you for joining me for this part of the story. But don't worry, you'll be back for part two. Uh, Everybody else, thanks for listening. And make sure you tune in next week to hear the rest of the story.